Hello, and welcome to the Adaptive Executive Podcast, where we meet with senior executives and discuss how to keep yourself and your organization adaptive and your employees engaged. My name is Greg Ballard, founder and owner of 5C Consultant, and I am your host. If you'd like to be considered as a guest for this podcast, you can apply on our website at 5c.consulting. Look for the word podcast. For now, let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Adaptive Executive. Um, I want to welcome our guest, Athena Saveri. Uh, Athena with the Titan Network, glad to have you here today. Very lovely to ha- to be here. Sorry to be here. I'm very excited about this, Greg. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. So, Athena, tell us, um, uh, tell us about the Titan Network. W- what is it? What do you guys do? How do you guys? How are you guys adding value to the marketplace today? Sure. So we're a platform for scale and we work with people um, in the Amazon field. So basically people who build physical product brands and we can work with someone who doesn't even have a brand yet from the inception or the concept of what they want to create all the way through to people who are doing 50, even $100 million on Amazon. Uh, we separate everyone into small groups to address sort of their level of business. We have software and strategy and mentoring and events and pretty much everything you could think of to really support one in their journey from going from zero to building a multi-million dollar physical brand on Amazon. That's, oh, wow. And that is such a huge growing market. I mean, obviously, these last two years have probably been very explosive for you. Yeah. Uh, tell, us, tell us when you got started, what kind of, what kind of led you into this? Um, into this part of the market? And then how have you grown over the last few years? Sure. So I actually was working for a consulting firm and a friend of mine was quitting his job and I asked him what he was up to. And he said, I'm selling kitchen products on Amazon. And I laughed out loud at him. I was like, you're joking, right? Like we've got a nice cushy six-figure job. You're quitting it to sell kitchen products. Like that sounds ridiculous. And he opened up his laptop and he actually showed me the money that was being deposited in his account every two weeks. So I said, whatever that is, I want a piece of it. And so I actually developed my own brand of yoga headbands, right? Just these little headbands that I created my own. I named it after my son. And, you know, we started selling more headbands, making more money than I was my full-time job. I was able to quit my job in three months and I just naturally build communities. So people around me wanted to know, you know, how do I get started? How do I do things? So I started working with, you know, doing events and and different mentoring type programs. Um, We ended up doing a cruise and then I went to China on someone else's um, sort of event And I wanted to really understand how to develop products and how to really leverage relationships. Um, And so I went to China, thought it was interesting, but I developed a 12-day sourcing trip to China where I took people to Hong Kong and different parts. And we actually worked directly with factories and it was phenomenal. So I would bring about 100 entrepreneurs at a time to develop their own brands until COVID hit, which that... um, you know, is on hold for now. But while in China, I would bring these Amazon sellers and they would constantly be asking me like, Athena, you know, I'd love to work more with these mentors. I'd love more strategy on this. Do you have any more events for that? Like they really wanted community. They wanted to continue to network because what we created in those 12 days was just so magical. So my business partner, Dan Ashburn and I sat down and we wrote three pages of everything we thought an Amazon seller needed to support them in their journey. 
we wrote this in a letter. We presented it to the people in China and said, hey, if we were creating this thing called Titan Network, the reason why it's called Titan is because we bring in the industry's professionals from all over the world. So we've got the sourcing genius that sources for the NFL, the NBA, Google, you know, the guys who do all of our stuff, they're literally the top brains in the world. So these are the people that are leading our strategy. We have about 40 different of these amazing entrepreneurs that lead our strategy. And we created Titan on that day. And we basically pitched it to a room of about 100 people and about 85 of them signed up. So on day one, we already had a network. We were already in the black. We had a team. It was it was just sort of a magical world. And that's when it started. That was May of 2019. Wow. So May of 2019. Mm-hmm. And how have you grown from there? Just if you have a couple. Yeah, we have about 1,200 members. And these are elite. Like this this network is for people who are building multi-million dollar businesses. So we've got entrepreneurs and they're literally all over the world. Japan, Dubai, Australia, all over Europe, all over the US. We literally have people everywhere. And uh, the progress we're making, the stats on on how much people are progressing um, are unheard of. There's nothing like it in this space. That's amazing. So... So let's let's ask. So let's get into some conversation here because on the adaptive executive, we like to talk a little bit about how um, business leaders, executives, have kind of set themselves up uh, to be able to to adapt to shifts in the market, to adapt to growth. And you and your partner have absolutely seen some incredible growth in the last um, two, almost three years, about three years. And so. Maybe you could talk a little bit to our listeners, Athena, about like, how have you, what have you done? Is there any particular things you've done to keep your own mindset um, ready for growth and, and adaptive? Goodness me. Well, I will say it's definitely an adventure. Um, you know, those memes that show like success is like the tip of the iceberg and you're not seeing all the rest of it below the water. Like, you know, I think mindset wise, you have to keep yourself very positive. You have to have a purpose and a goal and a why for what you're doing. That's stronger than all the barriers and things that we run into. That's something we talk a lot about in Titan, um, for our members, but also for ourselves. Like my goal with this is to create impact, to be able to change lives and to see how, what we're doing does that kind of gives me that fuel every day. So I'm not into meditation. I am spiritual, but I do, you know, I I take care of my health. I take walks by the ocean, things like that, which are kind of not what we're really talking about. I think for me more than anything is knowing why you're here, knowing that that purpose is greater than all of the difficulties, which I'm sorry, but I don't know a CEO out there that doesn't run into things, you know, it's just, it's part of life. So we definitely have had to be on our toes with all the changes within Amazon, with COVID. I mean, we were like a human live event, like China got completely shut down. I mean, talk about being adaptive, like you've got to always be on your toes. So I think um, being nimble and strategic constantly has been a big part of our success. Absolutely. So you mentioned some things and we've heard these before. So I want to kind of click into it a little deeper for you, this sure. idea of mindset and kind of knowing your purpose. So have you, as you've gone through this journey, like what have you discovered about yourself? And that is really kind of, kind of bubbled to the top as far as your purpose. Well, I think that I'm a lot stronger than I realize I've had to be. Um, I think as a leader, even if you're 
hurting inside, even if things are dark for you on the inside, you have to show on the outside um, strength and confidence. And it's something that you just have to develop and do. It's kind of like when you're sick and your kids are sick and doesn't matter that mom is sick, like you still have to perform and you have to take care of your little ones. It's, I know it sounds like a silly analogy, but it's the truth. Like we've run into dark times and Dan and I have had to just hold strong and, and lead. And I think that, um, until you're there, you might not even realize how strong you really are. Mm, That's powerful. But curious, how old are your children? They're now, um, 11 and 14. When I started this, you know, seven years ago, they were, they were younger and, uh, they also have their own businesses their own brand on Amazon. They're a big inspiration for me. I like to show them that anything's possible and that when you create a business that also creates impact, you will never work a day in your life. And it's amazing to see how they think that way as well. And whenever they're developing their own activities, they're always thinking of, you know, how can I bring my friends into the fold? How can this help people? You know, my, my son's making a organic um, dog washing shampoo because he doesn't like the fact that, you know, the, the, dogs get washed with chemicals and he looks at the ingredients and, you know, it's just, I feel like I've inspired them to think outside what a normal 11 year old is thinking about. So we have a friend, her name's Angie Chacon. She's got this amazing manufacturing facility for beauty products. And we're literally developing this shampoo ourselves so that, you know, it's just a thing. And I, I love yeah. it. I love inspiring my children to, to be entrepreneurial, but also to be good people and to lead with heart. And I think that's, yeah. that's huge for me. That's fantastic. I, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to go off script a little bit here because I'm curious and maybe some of our listeners are curious about this too. Mm-hmm. So how do you set up a child to run an Amazon business? Like how is that structured? And like, what do you have to think about and know about in order to do that? I have four young kids and oh, I'm very so curious about this. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's definite steps to creating an Amazon brand. And depending on how old they are, you're going to involve them in the things that they can do, right? Like as an example, we started um, this brand for them that had to do with lemonade because um, they wanted to do a lemonade stand. And I said, you know, instead of doing a lemonade stand, why don't we develop some products on Amazon? And so we kind of got into some kitchen products that had to do with lemons, uh, lemon squeezers, different things. So I actually showed them the stats. I showed them the reviews of other products. I showed them we have a tool within Titan that you can punch in some numbers and actually see what's more profitable and what's not. Um, they were involved with contacting the supplier. And, you know, we got a whole box of products that, you know, involved lemons. And so we went through them and we tried them and we looked through them and we decided to go with a, a vintage look and to do three different color variations. Um, instead of just having one. And because of that, we were able to rank more. So the whole time I was like showing them, you know, this is how this works. Like, let's see what people are complaining about in the bad reviews of the other product. How we can we develop this product to be a superior product? How can we market it better? How can we give it a twist and personality that, you know, all of these things, what's interesting is like, no matter what field they go into, we're talking about product differentiation, we're talking about, you know, understanding your metrics and your finances and your ROI mm-hmm. and your bottom line mm-hmm. and all these things that you're teaching. I mean, my kids were like really young back then, seven, you know, four years old, but I want them to see um, how to be a business person from a very young age, negotiation skills, relationship building. These are all the things they don't talk about that in school, you know, and to me, they're far more important than other skills. 
And when my kids were home for COVID, believe it or not, we just would dive into all these like entrepreneurial books and marketing funnels. And this is the mom I am. I'm a bit of a geek, but I know my kids will always, they'll always make money. You know, if I, if I die today, I know my children know how to fend for themselves because they understand some, some basic concepts of how to grow something. Yeah. That's amazing. And I think, um, I mean, that just ties into, you think of leadership, you know, training the young people, training your kids, how to think for themselves, how to um, process decisions, how to, you know, think about the market. I think that's, that's just absolutely amazing. So Athena, is there maybe, maybe one thing or maybe two things, like something our listeners could take today that you've done like a daily practice or something that you've instilled like a, into your, into your routine that helps to keep you kind of on point, on game, being aware of the things going around so that you can, you know, adjust and adapt to, you know, whatever the needs may be. Sure. I mean, I think that planning and goals setting is very important. We just got off our team quarterly meeting. So I think thinking with the big picture of the year, the quarter down to weekly, down to daily targets, really running your schedule properly, making sure that those metrics are in place. And then I have different teams, you know, I run my marketing team, my sales team, like we've got all these different teams that I work with. And so I love to have daily meetings with my guys so that we really set the intention for the day. Um, And so that's all like business stuff, but I think it's important to keep healthy. Um, Actually here, I'll show you, this is so funny. Um, This shirt I'm wearing, it's the symbol of Titan Tough, it's called. Oh yeah. And, um, And we actually have a program within Titan that is all about health. And so we also really, you know, are into exercise, yoga, breath work, um, mindset, all of these things, you know? And so, yeah, even within Titan, we, we know the value of mental and physical health. Um, and so I try to exercise four to five times a week. Um, I eat well, I take my walks. It's just silly little things, but it just keeps your mind clear when things feel really, difficult and I live by the ocean. So if I'm ever in a really dark place, that is my go-to is I will go take a walk. I'll ground myself. I'll put my feet in the water and look outward and just know that, you know, today will pass and tomorrow will be mm-hmm. another day with no mistakes that's, in it yet. So yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So I love that. I love it. I want to, I want to turn a corner a little bit and I'd like you to talk a little bit about your team. Talk about um, mm-hmm. how your team got started how it's grown and maybe you can give us a quick kind of highlight of how your team is structured right now. And then we'll dive into some of the things and how you've been leading. Sure. So when, when I do my trip to China, I would bring some really brilliant friends of ours who, you know, just happen to be um, very strong as business people. To be fair, this is my magic power, Greg. My magic power is culture and developing sort of like a community And so we created that culture within China Magic, which is my sourcing trip. And then also within Titan, where the people did not have ego. They're successful, but they wanted to give back. They have what we call an abundance mindset. And that's where my team came from, was recruiting them from my own sort of community. So whenever Mm -hmm. we recruit people, we were looking for alignment culturally. We're looking for someone who also believes in a bigger picture and in helping others because our, our events are very inspiring. Everything that we do is very inspiring. So you see in my team, like they will work so hard day in, day out to get results um, because of the bigger purpose. I pay them really well. 
I take them to glorious five-star resorts when we do events. I just brought them to Hyatt Ziva in Cancun. They were treated like kings and queens. I send them gorgeous gifts for their birthdays. Like I treat my team like they're my best friends because they actually are. And because of that, they will move mountains. And a lot of these people are very successful. I mean, these guys have exited their business for $10 million, $8 million. Um, they don't actually even have to work. And they'll sit there and mentor people within my network just because of the purpose and how gratifying it is to be a part of this thing. So culture is everything when it comes to a business. I cannot agree more. <laughs> Thank you. And now... I'm not going to say more about that, but that that's the work that we do as well. And love that. And so I love what you just talked about. Um, you know, your recruiting strategy of like, I want to pull from people that fit me. I want to pull from people that get what I'm trying to do, that get the energy that I'm trying to create. And, and then I'm going to, I'm going to pour everything out on them that I can. And in return, what do you get? You get them taking bullets and going the, 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 not the second mile, but the third, the fourth, and the fifth mile for you and what you're trying to do. Totally, that, that, love that. That absolutely makes sense to me. So as you've grown and as you've built your team, what are some things that maybe you've done, uh, apart from the culture side, to continue to grow and expand? Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about that. Then I want to shift into maybe some of the changes that have been happening in the last couple of years, and, and particularly relationships with China. And how have you been navigate, navigate, navigating that? Okay, so say the first part again that you want me to talk about. So how have you, what have you done to allow your team to continue to grow and, and adapt, right? So what have you structurally maybe put in place beyond culture, right? And beyond the mm -hmm. way you're, you're treating your employees? Like, do you have any particular systems? Do you have any, any particular tools that you're using? Uh, of how you're helping to continue to, to foster this growth and keep everybody on point. Yeah, I mean, we're we're constantly studying and one-upping ourselves and going to training and schedule, like we schedule, um, like for example, my COO, he goes to training that's specifically for COOs. Um, we have, um, I don't know, we attend a lot of these entrepreneur type events, but I think that we're just naturally like that. I, I, it's so funny you asked me this question because I don't even know how it happens. But if you see the progress between how these guys were three years ago and how they are now in terms of their ability to speak in public, their ability to lead, their ability to perform. I mean, my president of our, our software, oh my gosh, has this man just grown. Like, I think we just push each other so hard. We've got the huge goals. Like, we decided to develop our own software. Like who does that, you know? And we did like, we just, it was just so like crazy. And we're like, you know what, let's make the, the best event that's ever happened. And we're going to now, do, like, we just throw ourselves, we immerse ourselves into these absolutely absurd targets. And then we just do them. And that's just really how we make things happen. I throw my people in the deep end, to be fair. That is actually mm -hmm. what I do. I've never really thought about it, but I will literally throw my guys into the deep end and tell them to swim. And they do. And it's fantastic. And they love every moment of it. <laughs> so there's a new training. I'm going to write this a training technique. Throw <laughs> them in the deep end. I'll, I'll give you an example. I, I will give you a real example. I have two new hires. One of them is our branding and social media hire. The other one yeah. is our sort of de business development relationship hire. 
I brought them with me to Mexico and then to Las Vegas for a convention. They went from knowing nothing about Titan to literally be thrown in with this massive event where they had to like meet all the partners and do the social and do the media and all this stuff. And you know what, in those like four or five days, they progressed more than they would have in like a year of onboarding. So that's what I mean about throwing them in the deep end. I have a new guy, he's, he's a sales guy and I had a booth at this event. He didn't even know his pattern. He didn't know anything. And I said, you know what? come to Vegas, show up to the booth. He's in the booth. And I was like, here, talk to some of our clients so that you can learn, you know, what they love about what we do. They literally, he spent a couple hours just chatting with them, looking at our brochure. I said, good, go. And he did. And he swim. And I'm really happy about this guy. So it is probably not the best technique, but it is my technique. And I just like bring them in and I say, let's go. And they go and they love it. So I have a question. Yes. <laughs> I have a question about this because I, I think there's more to I think there's more to it, but maybe not. Maybe not. And it may be because of the way you're recruiting. But do you guys do you guys have like any like um declared values for your organization? Yeah, we definitely have like we have that for sure. And then during the onboarding, like we do have, you know, our for our documents that they really know like what their positions are and we do have all that. It's not as wild and crazy as it sounds. Um, we definitely yeah. have structure, but I am the wild one that just loves to just, you know, kind of get, but I also brought a hundred people to China without having ever been to that part of China. Yeah. So you're talking about, I love it. I love yeah, it. I'm a, love I'm a wild it. creature, but everyone around me, they just love it and they just level up and they just keep leveling up. And part of why they enjoy being in Titan is because they have to level up. Like, I'm like, oh, by the way, you're going to go on stage and you're going to do a presentation next week. And they're like, what? You're like, yeah. So then, you know, they do. And they do. I love yeah. it. Fantastic. Yeah. So next, if you have a few minutes, I'd love, um, and I think our listeners would love to kind of just get your insider perspective on the state of e-commerce and how things are playing out with the current relationships, you know, foreign relationships, China, Taiwan, Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. And where, like, are there other opportunities opening up as well, like throughout Asia? So maybe you can give us a quick, like, status of e-commerce and, and foreign relationships today. I'm not the best person to comment on that, to be completely honest. Um, if you want to have someone on, I highly recommend Kian Golzari. He's just amazing. And if people want to connect with him, he's got a great um, YouTube channel called Sourcing with Kian. Um, because in terms of like the relations with China and all that, like, I just don't feel like I'm the right person to comment on that. But I know that we have um, really, in terms of our method of working with not just China, but other countries and using manufacturers and such, part of why I developed my own trip to China is when I went on someone else's, they were really talking down to the suppliers instead of, and they were leveraging, they're saying, oh, you know, I'm this big business and you really want my business and how cheap can you get this product and just not treating them with respect and honor and especially in Asian cultures um, that is very very huge within their their way of doing business they have even a word for it called guanqi which is you know your relationship your friendship your honor and so what we did is we brought in experts people who've been sourcing in China for 20 30 years to really teach us the art of partnership and to be working together to build this brand. And because of that, we've actually 
survived where COVID shut down a lot of Amazon businesses, but because we had sort of relationships in place, they would prioritize our guys and our supply chain and everything. And so, you know, I can't comment on like the overall picture. Things have gotten crazy because of COVID and, and issues and things like that. But I will say one of the things that we've done to sort of survive is to have those relationships in place because if someone's like your brother, you know, and you've got 20 other, you know, Amazon seller A, B, C, D, and E, and yet you really know this guy, Greg, who sent your kids, you know, birthday presents and have always treated you with so much respect, when you have to pick one set of, you know, things to finish off when you only have a little bit of time, who are you going to take mm -hmm. care of, right? Mm -hmm. And so we've been mm -hmm. teaching our guys that method. And when everything else was shutting down and everyone else was running out of stock, our guys were surviving in a way that no one else could. And because of that, they started to build momentum and they ended up like just killing it during some really rough times. So that's part of what we teach in so, Titan. Athena, I have to, I have to call that out. Like, so one of the things, like one of my values is always relationship first and, you know, business is second relationship yeah. is first. And, and, and what I'm hearing is that's what you've taught your people to do is invest in the relationships, invest in the relationships. And, um, and that's powerful because when you have to rely on people that are in other positions and have other priorities, it's going to come down to the relationship you have with them and they have with you where you fit in their priority list. Right. And so that's, that's exactly what I'm hearing you say. hundred percent. I think you're right. I think it's funny, this has been a really fun call because you're asking me questions no one's asked me before. And it's making me really realize how much of this is down to, yeah, what you said, relationship building, whether that's my team, um, our members within Titan, uh, everyone around, it is true. It all comes down to that. Yes, and, and I would tie that back to even further to some things you, you talked about earlier. Um, one of our abilities to build relationships is to first have that relationship with ourselves, right? To know who we are, what our purpose is, why we're doing it, and to be able to communicate that to other people. And when you really know who you are, why you're doing what you're doing, and you communicate to that to, that, to other people, like they can tell, like that's true. That person knows who they are, where they are, and where they're going. And when people find people like that, it's like moth to flame. I want to be there. I want to go with this person. This person's going somewhere. I want to be with them. And that's how you, it, it appears to me, that's how probably a lot of how you've brought together this network and, and your team is you have a very clear picture. And um, that's fantastic. So a couple of things before we wrap up, I, would you have a, um, I, I kind of feel like you have some inspiring stories that you could share with us of people that have kind of walked in to e-commerce uh, knowing nothing, right? And have transitioned into something highly, into someone that's being very highly successful. Would you have a story oh, or two yeah. that you could oh, share? I have us? so many. I'll give you my president, my president, Justin Dyson. So he and his wife, super young couple, they got married at like 18 fell in love when they were like 16. They're so cute. Right. And, um, he started with nothing, uh, built a brand of baby products 
with his wife who was working as a hairstylist while pregnant. I mean, their story is just so cute. And they had their, their baby and he was, you know, still kind of losing money with the first Amazon business, but then like kind of worked it out and it started to get better, then came to China with us and were able to renegotiate some things and their business started doing even better and better and it grew and grew. And pretty soon um, these guys had a close to eight figure exit uh, before turning 30 years old. They have two kids now and he is now such an amazing leader and executive. And um, he now has put together, like he architects our curriculum and our strategy. And so he went from like, struggling with his pregnant wife, you know, supporting this like little startup thing that he was doing to growing it, to exiting it. Now he started a new brand. Um, and they're just two amazing human beings, Justin and Channing Dyson. I love them so much and they're a huge part of Titan. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we've got lots of stories like that of people who went from nothing to building, like who they would have never thought that they'd be millionaires. They come from a little town, you know, they never went to college they got married really young. Everyone said, you guys are crazy. And now they're millionaires and they've gone on to lead and inspire a lot of other people. So I think we've got lots of stories like that. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And uh, so your last word, uh, what do you see for the next five years in e-commerce and what might be one thing you'd want to share with our listeners before we wrap up? Well, I see e-commerce just growing and growing. I think with the pandemic, even people that didn't used to order things online just started to get more and more involved with, you know, shopping online, even, you know, elderly people and, and just anyone just becoming stronger and stronger. So get involved. If you're thinking of building a brand, do it now. Um, it's a prime time. People are also building brands and selling them for five to eight multiples, which we're never seen before. Usually, a you know, a business like an Amazon business would go for maybe a two multiple. It is like the golden era of e-commerce right now. So if you've ever thought of building a brand, just do it. Don't put it off because, you know, that's just, I think procrastination is like the number one killer of success. And so I think that's what I'd love to leave people with is, you know, if you want to build something, if you want to grow something, if you want to inspire or create impact or whatever you want to do, freaking do it, you know, live life, like just go out there and I really enjoy the word impact because it kind of sums up everything that I try to do with my business and with my life is if you can inspire and help someone else to be better, to be stronger and to be more positive, then, then do that. Um, I forgot to mention that Titan's also 40% women. Um, we have a lot of female entrepreneurs within our network, which is unheard of. Like most of these networks have like 5% women. And so I'm proud to be both a mother and a CEO and if there's anyone out there I can help in any way, I'm very open to it. Um, connect with me on social or any way. And I'm just always here to help. Yeah. So, Athena, um, how would, if somebody wants to follow up with you or connect with you or sure. connect with Titan, how would they find you? Where would they go? Titannetwork.com. And anyone can start an Amazon business. It, it's really not a difficult thing to get started with. So, even if you're brand new or if you are already successful, like we can help you. Um, and then you can find me on social, Athena Severi, Instagram, Facebook. It's all under one name. There's no other Athena Severi, think it is. So that's good. But yeah, join, uh, connect with us. And, and if we can help you build your own brand of physical products, then we'd love to, to do that. It gives you a lot of freedom. I didn't mention that, but like I can work from anywhere. You know, you can build this business from anywhere. And having that time and location freedom 
being able to be with your children or travel, or, you know, if you have a loved one who, who gets ill, like my freedom, I think has been way more important to me than even the money that's come with Amazon. I think uh, having that financial location freedom, you can't put a price on that. Absolutely. Athena, this has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and titannetwork.com or yes. athenasaveri.com. And that will be in the show notes. Uh, thank you so much. Okay, you rock. Thank you so much. Thank you for all you do. And thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us on the Adaptive Executive Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can follow us on LinkedIn and by subscribing to our mailing list. Again, my name is Greg Ballard and thank you for listening.